I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. A Bukaki face fuck by Paul and Ryan. Ooh, good st- good start. Um, and you. this is a this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Ryan, how do you what what's going on with you? You said you got you got jizzed upon by a bunch of trees today. Oh man, it has ruined my life. I had to take a shower to get my life back in order. Um, a really hot shower at that. Um, but yeah, I it just ruined me, man. I don't know. It's just like they are just shooting wads out in the air. That thing is floating. I'm taking lines of it, man. <laughs> What's your go-to shower routine there? Are you working with like some some eucalyptus, some shower spray, like one of those dissolving Vicks bars? Like you got anything special going on there to help open up the old sinuses? Or are you just just going man, I'm just, just a steam man. man. That's what Ron Ron <laughs> does. That's a little intimate too. I it, even if what I told you wasn't true, I would never tell any other story. But it, it is true. I just kind of just take a hot ass shower and just I sit in there. I will admit that. Well, it sounds there. like you should be washing the rest of you if you're that got that much pollen on you. Oh yeah, dude. I. <laughs> Um, yeah well we're also we're also of course we're joined tonight by again by our lovely ai companion craig uh, and the reason the reason i bring that up is because we had a meeting about artificial intelligence uh at work yesterday and it was honestly fucking yeah it was fucking terrifying <laughs> That's everybody's saying everybody's yeah, so worried now I, I don't know why no one's worried about it before I think that um, just seeing like the potential of it, because what the the um, I don't want to give away too much about my job and where I work at, but um, the way that it can very easily draft um, communications just by saying, hey, I need you to write this statement to this kind of uh, audience and it just pops it up. I mean, all that is what it's doing is it can scan all of the Internet in like a fraction of a second and produce speech that sounds remarkably similar to what a person would write. Um, I, I'm very tempted to see what it could, if it could uh, write an entire script for an episode of our podcast, but I'm a little bit concerned that even the AI could not sound as stupid as we do. <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah. Chat GPT. I know a lot of people are very scared about that, um, but I'm like, people will have to work. So, I mean, they can't just do all that. But maybe I'm dumb. I mean, cars drive themselves now. I mean, not well. Yeah, not well. And chat GPT is not, I mean, that's just kind of like tip of the iceberg. But um, 
I'm sure there's something else out there. But they were somebody told me that ChatGPT was given a story to write a news article about a murder that happened in like a seashore, and it personified the seashore. It was like the shore said like yada yada, and I guess ChatGPT only has information from 2019 and down. Uh, they told us it was 2021, um, and I don't know. I don't know why that is exactly why it can't uh, search for stuff that happened in the last two years. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, it, it is a strange time we live in. I think I'm more concerned about this stuff. That like they have you seen that AI generated like beer commercial? Uh-uh. Oh, it's fucking in, it's wild. <laughs> there, there's people that. They look like people in the beginning, but then they like they catch on fire and their faces like it's it's a wild thing. If you haven't watched it and or if you just feel like having some nightmares tonight, go ahead and chuck that on before you get in bed. I, I think know. you'll <laughs> I think you'll uh lose a lose a little bit of sleep uh over that. Yeah, it's it it's it's concerning. I think that it, I don't know. I, I feel like we're on the verge of uh the machines taking over and this is something that i've long advocated for actually because i think we're doing a bad job and someone else should maybe drive (laughs) we're not exactly we're not killing it as a species i'm thinking like so many people are so worried about it like steve wozniak and um elon musk they both said that uh, there needs to be a halt on AI for like a couple of months, so I guess, for whatever reason. But I don't think that's going to come. I think it's going to be within control and within reason. I hope it is. Because, I mean, I mean like Y2K, people are like, oh, it's going to be the end of the world. Wasn't the end of the world. Oh, 2012, everything's going to end. Nope, nope. It ended up being okay. Um, yeah, but might I want to direct you to a documentary film that came out in 1984 uh, about a certain Austrian cyborg that got sent back uh, in time shows up on earth completely naked and he's got to kill a little girl. No, it's always well, killing a, a Sarah Connors, man. She wasn't a little girl. She was a woman. And uh, yeah, I know it, it does sound like we're right on the edge of like Skynet launching and they're just, it is concerning but yeah no i mean in in all seriousness it was a pretty it was it was a strange conversation to be having at work but they're like yeah this could probably replace some people's jobs and everyone's already on edge about that kind of thing already and here's a machine that can write better than most human people if you give it the right prompts at least um but i don't know it's it's freak it is a it is a freaky experience for sure i think it's just I mean, that's just the way things are. There's always, like, evolution to things. Like, um, we come from the grocery world. Whenever they put in self-checks, people freaked out because they're like, they took our jobs! But, you know, still regular checkout, and people still work in the checkout. That is true. There's always got to be someone that watches the self-checkout because I... I don't know about you, but I refuse to interact with another human being when I go to a grocery store now. I think I'm That's just traumatized. I'm traumatized by five years of having to be the person that had to interact with people uh, and work there. 
Uh, and I was like, never again. So the, the least amount of intera interactivity I can have with another person is fine, which is why I'm actually okay with the machines taking over. Maybe, maybe they'll keep us as pets or something. Possibly. Possibly. I just don't think that economically it would be smart for AI to run everything. Yeah, you're probably right about that. They um, would, that'll affect your bottom dollar. And we all know money runs everything. Yeah, but it is it is really interesting to see the things that they they can do, but also they can't podcast. Can you imagine listening to an a an AI generated podcast? They could never ever do what we do. Yeah, the charm, the whimsy. Yeah, I mean it's it's honestly I'm already. You know, I'm already one of the smartest and funniest people that I know, and having expecting machine to be able to replicate this kind of just absolute excellence, ridiculous. They'll never get there. I'd like to see it try because <laughs> can't have no personality, Mike. <laughs> I did see somebody put Chat GPT into one of those robot dogs. How to go? I don't. I don't know. Immediately, I, I got frightened. I turned away. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. But yeah, we oh, all die. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a crazy world out there, Ryan. And let me tell you, there's a lot of a uh, lot of issues and a lot of news stories, uh, and that's what we'll be focusing on tonight because neither one of us have really. <laughs> been able to watch too much things or um, have anything else to talk about. So we're, we're going to be talking about the news. And I think the biggest news story is the writer's strike. Uh, and it affects several of our other news stories that are all tied into this. Boo! And it's a, it's a fucking bummer. But I think, again, it uh, like you just mentioned, uh, it's all about money. And it's all about the bottom dollar. And I think that one of the major points that the Writers Guild of America is trying to make is that streaming has changed everything and nobody nobody is making money and I think that as many as like two thirds of people that work in writing make minimum wage or barely more than that which is I think bad and when that's you say even, minimum wage how much are they making uh, the national minimum wage is seven twenty-five per hour. Now that does vary from state to state. Some states have as much as like fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour, but still, the uh, right only making that much. And let's just say that their show that they're writing for is like a big show. That right. Crazy. There's so there's all there's all different types of writers um, that provide. Uh, as soon as I say that, my watch is vibrating. And there's an amber alert. <laughs> you got it too. <laughs> yeah, whenever you paused, I was like, oh, I know what you got. <laughs> oh, sorry, my uh let me put that back in the drawer here. What the child that was stolen? That's yeah. yep. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's it's a couple um just about like a week and a half old at this point. But like I said, again, the main reason that they are striking, and this is uh, due to today.com, that they've, after six weeks of negotiation, it failed with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Um, and that represents all of the major Hollywood, Hollywood studios. So companies like 
Discovery, Warner Brothers, NBC, Universal, Paramount, Sony, Netflix, Apple, Amazon, and Disney. So all of them, basically. And one of the key things that they want is higher compensation. And they said that basically their pay has declined 23% over the last decade when adjusting for inflation, which is bad. Uh, the other thing that they are not getting is any sort of residual payments because streaming has completely changed the game. It used to be you might get a residual check if, you know, Friends was on Nick at Night. You'd get a check for like a dollar, you know, because, you know, every every day, you know, Friends is on at like nine o'clock on Nick at Night. And streaming has just completely upended the way that all of these production studios handle um distribution and rights of all of all of their all of their content and people that helped write and create this stuff aren't seeing any of that money at all which sucks i think i think that uh i'm of the controversial opinion that if you spend a lot of time creating something and if that thing is still around and making money for someone you should get some of that money I concur. Um, I, mean, I will say, kind of tying into the chat GPT thing and artificial intelligence, this is kind of like one of those things where you have to adjust as you go. So somebody's getting, somebody's wallet's getting fat. Oh, yeah. Uh, and twice the for the other people. I can tell you who is, who their wallet's getting fat. It's all of these production companies that are reaping the rewards of the mountains and mountains of content that they shovel out. But a lot of the people that um, help create it don't really get paid as much money as you expect. Yeah. Uh, in, in fact, most of the people that are involved in the production, the people that are making the most money are the uh, director and the actors. A lot of the people that are involved in the day-to-day -day stuff, so your set builders, sound people, camera people, writers, they're not making nearly as much money as you would expect. And it's we're talking about a, a job that involves a lot of travel, a lot of very long days, seven days a week, and it fucking sucks. Um, you know, what leverage does the production company have? Because I'm thinking, like, if they write, they can make their own kind of production company of writers they oversee it and then they can kind of control. Well, I think it's, it's, it's complicated because all of these, you have unions representing people that are involved in uh, these productions. And I think that that's, it's necessary because the union kind of helps bargain and negotiate on your behalf. And it's, 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 just it's just crazy so like i said they've been the last time we had a writer's strike was in 2007 yeah the writers guild estimated that it, the proposals that they um made this time would yield writers um collectively 429 million dollars a year where the offer that was made by the am what is amt the basically the studios their counter offer would have yielded the writers collectively $86 million. So uh, I'm not a mathematician, but it sounds like they lowballed them. And so they went on strike. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, they said that they they were way apart from what I heard. Uh, I would say they're almost four hundred million dollars apart. Is yeah. uh, <laughs> if I, if you yeah. do the math, almost. Yeah. And I know there's uh, a they want something in there like uh, for artificial intelligence too. I did hear that. Yes, that was another another concern. Uh, again, with the writing, is that they you don't want to see AI base somewhat you know because you don't have to necessarily pay for an ai um you can i think you can get a subscription to chat gpt for 20 dollars a month where you get like unlimited unlimited access with like no throttling or, or anything like that you know but you an ai cannot be creative like a human person um and there needs to be a certain protections kind of put in place around that i mean nobody wants to watch like something that's created and entirely generated by a machine but it's it's just a mess um some of the other things that they're they'll get more creative as time goes on (laughs) um some some of the other things that they are um concerned about is that they would like um they would like to receive a pension and they'd like to have money go towards uh healthcare. so yeah you know, just completely unreasonable uh, demands. Um, there it was this current article that I'm on. There was an insane quote from. Okay, um, so a couple couple of people have chimed in necessarily from the other side of the aisle. So you have uh, AMC Theater CEO Adam Aaron said that the Writers Guild strike, that only a prolonged strike lasting many months would impact the theater chain. Uh, Again, I guess he left out the part where they wanted to charge people more money for um, not sitting in the very front in the shitty seats. Um, He then continued saying that most of the movies released in 2023 and 2024 have all been written and filmed. So, and then (laughs) there was uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO and President David Zaslav. He went on. Yeah. Uh, he said he was not glad that the strike had occurred and that writers should be compensated in relation to their value. However, he goes on to say something really fucking stupid. He says that he stated that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery stands to potentially make $1 billion in profits from its streaming service by um, in businesses by 2025. And he responded also by saying that the writer's strike would resolve through a love for business and for working. You know, people love to work and they don't care if they get paid fairly for it or at all. <clears throat> yeah, Insane. it's very uh, political. All politics. Um, it's all about the dollar, man. It's all about the dollar. It absolutely is. So. Again, we're we're two people that are not nearly intelligent enough to speak to uh-huh. all the specifics of this, but um, oh. here are some of the shows and the movies that are currently uh, affected by it. Um, so a couple couple of AMC shows are affected by it. There's a Walking Dead spinoff that his uh, production is basically halted on that. Uh, there's a second season of the Cassie and Andor spinoff for Disney Plus that is also halted. Uh, this one will hit hit home to you. Uh, Big Mouth, the Netflix animated series, was six weeks into writing the and final season, and they would have finished in August without a strike. 
So pour pour one out for Big Mouth. I poured it onto the carpet. <laughs> So. uh, Blade has Oh shut God, down. that movie's never fucking made. <laughs> That movie's never gonna get made. so they've already written and rewritten that script about 14 times, I believe, uh, and it shut down pre-production on it. By the time it gets done, the guy they have for the lead is going to be like 80 years old. He really might be. I, <laughs> um, Cobra Kai uh, was working on season six that has shut down. Uh, there's a show called Good Omens. Uh, oh, wait, no. Sorry. Um, House of the Dragon spinoff. Uh, the Rings of Power is apparently moving forward amid the strike. However... Uh, Prime Video will not be using the services of executive producers uh, J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. Uh, so those are the kinds of people that are on set. Uh, the Those showrunners are on set for the production of it, and they do things like help rewrite things on the day, which is a very important part of filming and production because a lot of times you write something down in the writer's room, you get to set, Sometimes it's not working out. Writers need to, you need to work with the writers and with the director to kind of rewrite things on the spot. And so if you don't have a showrunner, things kind of go fucking haywire. Um, all the late night shows, like we already said, Saturday Night Live has gone dark. Uh, Stephen Colbert, all of the other late night shows, Stranger Things. Again, those kids are going to be like 30 and playing high schoolers by the time that they actually finish wrapping this up. Um, and Yellow Jackets is also shut down, which is a bummer because I really liked the first season of that show. I haven't watched season two yet. My wife's watching it right now. She does that As while we, we podcast. as we speak, what did you, have you, did you, have you watched that before? I have not. She keeps telling me I might be interested. It's a really good show. At least season one was, I think that we canceled Showtime was the one streaming service that we didn't have. <laughs> so we. We canceled it and we're I think we're gonna go in for a free month and just binge season two once it uh wraps up. I let it go too. I it was something that we had, and I was like, we don't really use this. So, Yeah, and yeah. now we're borrowing somebody's. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Are you still using my Disney password? No, we actually have Disney, but Disney's Oh, also shit. going over to um, Hulu. They're doing like some kind of package deal and some. Uh, content is going to be missing, replacing, and then HBO and uh, was it like HGTV and the Food Network and like uh, I would Discovery love or it. Nat? They're all combining. It's going to be uh, just called Max, and that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. The 23rd, I believe, is the day for that. Yeah, and that's... Uh, <laughs> I would love if it was just like HBO and HGTV, and those are the only two that were combining forces. So you can watch Game of Thrones and Love It or List It all in the same place. Yeah, or friggin' Lottery Dream Home. I do Oh, like some there we of go. network stuff. Like, I can watch Chop. Um... So yeah, I mean that's enough on the uh that's enough on the writers strike and we'll go through the rest of our little bits and pieces of news here. Uh rest in peace to Jerry Springer, Pour dead one out. at 79 years old.
Would have died six year or ten years earlier in sixty nine. Nice. Um, yeah, weird seeing him on family vacation last season. Yeah, that's Jersey Shore for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, not he wasn't on the he he wasn't in the uh, National Lampoon's um, <laughs> movie. That little... he would be primed for that. He probably he probably would be, but yeah, it is. Um, just everyone's like <laughs> the thing you watch when you got home from school at four thirty was Jerry Springer. Just an at what an absolute legend. I think it was like trash TV that you'd watch whenever like there was nothing else to watch, or you had somebody over you weren't really sure what to watch. You're like, yeah, this will get a conversation started. It was a great. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Titties, titties, because you know people would show their breastuses on the show. That wasn't all they did. Sometimes they'd get into actual street fights over results of a paternity test. Yeah. I don't... I Call me crazy, but I think some of that might have been scripted. Ryan. You yeah. naive. You naive, man. <laughs> Yeah, how dare you? How goddamn dare you? <laughs> I just—it's a feeling, you know. Just a yeah, just like, a little inkling I have. Yeah, I I don't know how to describe it. It's gut feeling. Um, did you watch the trailer for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts in theaters June 9th? <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> plug. Um, I don't know if I've seen that one. I tried to look for it today, but I do remember um, there was like this monkey transformer hopped on. He's like, Optimus, it's not me who's your enemy. And then they just kind of talked it over. And then there was like a robot on skates and stuff like that. I think it was the same one. Right? Door. Yep, that is, the, that is the same Transformers movie. Now, if you if you if anyone out there is a big Transformers fan, I apologize, but I do not know the names of any of these fucking characters. I know Bumblebee and Optimus Prime and none of these other people. Um, the fucking Bumblebee movie was tight, but uh, most of these movies are not very good, and I don't, I'm don't. i not convinced that this is uh, a Mark, step in Mark the right Wahlberg. direction. Come on, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. He was in one of two of them. I think he was Holy in the whole shit. trilogy. <laughs> Mark Holy Wahlberg shit. is a guy who doesn't even have time to shit, so I don't know how he'd make a movie with right. robots. He doesn't schedule it. Yeah. Who doesn't schedule a poop? At least like three times a day. You gotta Damn. write that in. You gotta write yeah. that in. Chat GBT yeah. told me my schedule and it put in poop. Yeah, and you're like, dude, you didn't even schedule me time to shit. And it's like, what's that? Why do you why do you need to do that? I don't. I don't understand. What if we found out that ChatGPT, Mark Wahlberg, got his hands on it two years ago when we were going through his routine for a week? ChatGPT drew drew it up for him. I do feel bad that we roasted him, and then his mom died like two weeks later. Yeah, because he listens to this show. I feel nothing. I think his mom we did. a lot of people. We just him too hard. <laughs> I just put some a friggin' apple in somebody's mouth and just put them over the fire and spin them around. 
Anyways, Rise of the Beasts, I don't think either of us are going to go watch it. Not unless they get positive reviews. All right. Well, if it's. I, you know what? I would have said the same about Bumblebee, but I think that I watched that twice in the theaters. <laughs> I went yeah. to go see it by myself. Midnight, <laughs> wasn't it? Or late? Then, yeah, I went at like a midnight showing or something because I was single and I didn't have anything better to do. And then I told you guys that we went and watched it like the next day. <laughs> oh, I saw Bumblebee twice in the span of like 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, I saw that, uh, uh, what was that movie, Holmes and Watson? I saw that twice in theaters and never seen it again. Oh, yeah? How was it? We did it for this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I'm a level I'm a level with you, Ryan. You cut out big time, so I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Perfect. Holmes and Watson. <laughs> I saw that twice in theaters. That's so fucking funny. I have not seen that movie ever again. Right, I was like, my dude, you were there. <laughs> yeah, how dare you try to lie to me? <laughs> I was really hoping that I could just roll with it. That it would just be one that I hadn't seen, that I wasn't physically present for. Did you hear oh. how outlandish it was for me to hear you say that? I was like, Jake. <laughs> you were very offended, I apologize. I was like, all right, I heard his voice cut out there for a second, but I heard he went to see something twice. So <laughs> what's the what's the logical response to what I think I just heard? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like going to another country and you don't understand, but you just smile and shake your head yes, and then you end up at like some weird orgy where you're getting pegged by somebody's grandma. <sighs> you've been so you've been to a foreign country where you got pegged by an elderly lady? No, I've just heard stories. Okay. <laughs> no, I just read the sign wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor has an arachnophobia toggle that lets you remove spiders, space spiders altogether. Um, and I think they added something like this to the uh, the Harry Potter game as well. Well, I wonder if that makes the game easier because. Are those enemies going to be replaced with other enemies, or are they just going to be completely absent from the game? I think, I think, and I might be wrong about this. I think I saw like a small clip on like Instagram or TikTok or something where it's just like they're just like a floating ball instead, where it just removes the legs and it looks really fucking goofy. Um, so I am not, I hate spiders, but I am not triggered in that sort of way. Um, similar to, I think the Horizon DLC, it had a mode where there's a thing called thalassophobia, where people that are afraid of like dark water, um, and it was something that like brightened stuff up because in that game you can like dive deep down under the water and stuff, and some people were like triggered or freaked out by that. So, so many phobias, man. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I think that. It's all in the effort of inclusivity and stuff. And, you know, if it's not a difficult thing to program in, then, I mean, I go for it. But I don't know. I think that some of this stuff, it's maybe maybe a step too far. Like, I really like seeing the stuff where you can play it if you're, like, colorblind or maybe, like, visually impaired or, like, the, the game controllers that you could play with, like, one hand if you have, like, limited mobility. I think that stuff is kind of great, but... 
an arachnophobia toggle seems a bit silly, but you know, I, that's not my experience. So I've, I've never been able to not finish a game because there's a spider in it. You haven't either. I mean, let me tell you, I played Mortal Kombat and whenever you would go into the crypt, one of the games, there would be like spiders in there and they'd pop out behind you and they were incredibly scary. Um, but I don't have arachnophobia, but I don't know how anybody would go into the crypt to do any of that. I don't think Mortal Kombat had that. And that's, I don't know, just crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, good for them, I guess. But, you know, I, I it's whatever. Most people are not going to even know that that's there and they're going to leave it on and they'll have nightmares because they got attacked by a giant spider. I think I do remember there being giant space spiders in the first game, but I... I didn't bother going in with this second one. I, I was kind of mad on the first one, and I was like, Zelda's coming out in two hours. <laughs> so <laughs> that's Convenient what I've... You mentioned that. Yes, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm focused on. And Ryan, let me tell you what, I'm going in at midnight. I'm ready for it. It's gotten really good reviews. I, it's, I got a couple places giving it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is a, it sounds like they've, Nintendo's pulled off a fucking miracle to get it to as big as it is and as ambitious as it is to get it to run on the Switch. Because that first one, as amazing of a game as it was, it did not perform super well. <laughs> um, and this is, and that was, you know, it was straddling like the Switch and the Wii U. But this one is designed completely for the Switch, and I, I think that it's probably going to be one of those all-timers for me. The Just the shit that I've seen so far, I'm like, I could see this being like something that I may never finish, just because there's so much in it. It's, it's massive. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, there was a lot of that's what she said moments there as you were describing that, so. Big... Can't I think fit. you might be gay for this game, dude. <laughs> you you know it's it's just funny that you said that because I I wanted to say that since we've been on like TikTok, we've gotten some really positive like responses for a lot of our videos, and I've had some genuinely like nice conversations with people. The only one negative response I got or that I guess we should say that we got was on one of the reels we posted about horizon. And it was just me talking about like how good the game looked. And this dude was like, damn dude, why don't you just F it already? <laughs> and he did, and I, all I, I think all I said, I saw that like first thing in the morning. The only thing I wrote back was good one. LOL. <laughs> in the morning, it's hard to be witty. I, I Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was, it, it was just like, you know, when you were in, like elementary school and you're like oh if you like it so much why don't you marry it well you should have hit him <laughs> off with yeah after i fuck your mom maybe i will oh i should have done that but no, I... i'll make it seem like fucking his mom now <laughs> i put my phone down because i was fucking your mom <laughs> and your dad <laughs> really get under his skin <laughs> hell that was grandma in there <laughs> i was <laughs> the whole family went to a family reunion fucked all your family <laughs> <laughs> and then i had some chicken legs afterwards they were delicious <laughs> they were delicious 
Yeah. <laughs> let me get let me get that lemon let me get that lemonade recipe. Yeah. Oh, I got the lemonade. Oh, you don't want to know what happened with that lemonade. <laughs> well, you don't want to know, dude. <laughs> Warm lemonade. It was it was funny, but yeah, it, it's nice that I mean that's really all I wanted since I started since we started this podcast was just to have people that uh, enjoy the things that we do and like to talk about it uh, and are nice. <laughs> so it is funny that the only like negative comment we got was just someone like <laughs> said something as tame as that, but it real I thought about it for the last three days. <laughs> oh my god, really stuck with you. Whoever that is, I bet you won't <laughs> hit him up again. That'd be hilarious. You just told <laughs> this most of the time, like, fuck it. Fuck it. He he didn't say he didn't write the word fuck though. He just used the the letter F, which I thought oh, was even crazy. even fun. Just F it already. Be like <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. <laughs> um Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyways, I, I digress. We have more important <laughs> things know. to talk about. have been thinking about for three fucking days. <laughs> There's been no digressing for you. <laughs> Dodgeball 2 is officially happening, and Vince Vaughn is back. And who else is back? Who else was in that fucking movie? <laughs> well, they don't know if your boy Ben Stiller is going to be in it. How could you not? How Will could Chuck Ben Stiller be in this one? <laughs> I I saw this movie in the sixth grade at someone's birthday party, where we went out to the movie theater and watched this, and I thought it was just it was like the first time I'd been able to like see a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> I have That's such good mean, memories of this. You're like, oh, I'm a man now. I'm a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of these diapers and into those friggin' Power Ranger underwears. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Dodge an STD. You can dodge traffic. It's, it's such a fucking insane movie, but I really liked this movie. <laughs> Well, do you think that the sequel is going to be kind of like uh, Anchorman, where it's just not almost certainly <laughs> almost it's going to be the most disappointing thing. It's going to be like forty five minutes longer than it needs to be. It's probably going to have like a sad, depressing element where they're like, "I'm too old to play dodgeball," and then he'll 
like fall in a cave or something and talk to like a magic rock and they'll be like Vince Vaughn, you're only you're as young as you want to be on the dodgeball court. And then it'll be like fat and training and some other dumb bullshit will happen. And then the ghost of Patches of Hulahan will come back. Still, no, rip torn back. Is Rip Torn alive or dead? Oh, he's dead. He's so he's a hundred percent dead. He is uh two hundred percent dead. He mm, went crazy there for a little him. bit, did something I forget, and then he just he died. Oh, what a shame. Maybe they'll recast him. <laughs> well, what's that guy from uh Super Troopers? He could be that. Yeah. Yep. Don't remember the name, but I I, I know I who you're talking about. Yeah. It's uh I it Dodgeball feels like one of those movies that would not get made now. But clearly I'm wrong because they are going to do it. So uh at least when this was posted, I think it was the date is before the writer's strike, so this movie's never coming out, is what I'm saying. Well, uh, surely while they're striking, ideas are gonna marinate. Right? I, I could see that. Yeah, I hope that they I hope that they come to an agreement. Um but I'm sure they will. They they will have to at some point. Um, Zoe Saldana says she's done with the character of Gamora after Guardians of the Galaxy Three. That is another person saying they're done with Marvel. That was yeah. uh, what was it, Scarlett Johansson? We've also seen that. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Elizabeth Olsen said that she is. And I'm not missing the Scarlet Witch or whatever. There was something I seen where she was saying that she was kind of not done, but she was just glad that it's not something she has to do right now. Yeah, and I think Zoe Saldana was not even in that many Marvel movies oh. and TV shows, I don't think. She was in a movie called The Losers. Yeah. Um, been or the, not Marvel movies, I meant at least. Been the three guard. Well, I think that was the Marvel. Marvel, yeah, but yeah, I think I stand alone. Um, yeah, but like three, five, at least five. Yeah, I, I get it. As an as an actor, you know it. An actor. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it would be no, and I'm not saying from my experience because I'm obviously not, but I could see after five movies, you're like, oh, I'm ready for something else. <laughs> I've made my money. Avatar. She's doing what? She's done Avatar, so I mean that's probably yeah. taking up a lot of her time too. That is true. She's got to fucking like hang out underwater while James Cameron circles around as his, his tiny submarine filming shit, so that so would just more money her way. How long is before she's in the new Fast and the Furious? Oh, she better get in quick because that garage door is closing on the family before we huh? even know it. I could see her being in those movies. She could be like Letty's long lost sister, but like, oh, your sister's here. What if there's a fake out and there's like 14 more Fast and Furiouses coming after it'll 10 and 11? They're probably setting it up so. Um... The little kid and the Dom's child will take over in like twenty years or something like that. I am. I really want to get caught up on these, and I am wondering if I should torture myself by going through like all nine of them. 
It's very taxing. I also see that um, Mr. Sunday movies, I think they're going through them. They just did episode six this week. <laughs> or, uh, season or movie six. Um, yeah, I want to go back and watch them. I think I would stop at probably seven. Sure, if, eight and nine were a mess. If we did that, it would be. We should do it for an episode of this, and it would be the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> it would not, because then we'd be like, cars exploded, people got into fights, guns, boom. Yeah, it would either be the shortest or the longest, where we just do a six-hour episode and don't do another one for like two months. <laughs> yeah, we're like, all right, this is going to be it, but it's going to be like a day's worth of information. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would be like, well, if you love Fast and Furious so much, just why don't you? <laughs> well, because I don't want to have sex with Vin Diesel, that's why. I mean, family. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> family. <laughs> F is for family. family. Already did. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat 2 is going to cast Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. I thought that was interesting. That movie kind of had some B-squatters in it. And I thought that he, while he is not a A-list celebrity, um, that's kind of big for what they got going on. I mean, he'll fit right in, but it's kind of... Yeah, why not? Why fucking not? I think that he... Correct me if I'm wrong, he was not in that first one. I think you get a mention of him. Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah, so they're probably going to yeah. add Johnny Cage like later on. Oh, um, okay, I forget who was. There was a couple of people in there. It it doesn't matter. The movie was okay. It wasn't the greatest movie, but it was okay. I think we talked about this last or two weeks ago. I forgot that we watched it and did an episode on it. Same for the Godzilla versus Kong movie. Uh-huh. I had forgotten we did that as well. I was like, good lord. Where has the time gone? Well, how long have we been doing this? Like four or five years at this point? Five years. I mean, we've had some gaps. We obviously had a pretty big pretty big gap at the end of last year and start of this one. But yeah, I mean, since September. kids. I think October of 18 was when we first did this. First started doing it, so... Oh, we're about Oof. to approach that. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Feel old. Wild. I know. <laughs> to think that we were five years younger when almost tack it was just a twinkle in our eyes. Yeah. Now we're just a bunch of old dudes complaining about stupid movies. Like, <laughs> I hate this and I'm gonna take my pills. Yeah. And we'll still be doing it when we're talking about Fast and Furious twenty nine. What else is on the docket there? I thought you'd cut out there for a second. He was just like, nope, I'm not participating in this. Nope. Yep. Oh. IGN Readers has declared that Yoda is the most powerful Jedi. So I don't. A hundred thousand people voted on this on May the 4th. That must be true. Mm hmm. 
Uh, and you know what? I don't have the energy to argue with them. Well, you think it's Yoda or, like, anybody who is, like, his species? Uh, I think he's not even the most powerful force user. From what I remember in Knights of the Old Republic, there was one ancient Sith Lord that was so powerful he drained the energy of a planet. Um, I mean, Yoda just did a bunch of backflips that one time. So, I don't... Yeah, but you also I... have to factor in the power of cuteness. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm not one to say rigged election, but uh, I think this election was rigged. I think it's uh, there's massive fraud, tremendous fraud. Tremendous. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blades delayed, uh, you know, this time due to the writer's strike. We already talked about that. Uh, same for Daredevil Born Again. Production is also halted for that. Um, but there's a Meg 2 coming out this August, Ryan. Did you see the trailer? Yes, I did. It's a big shark. Yeah, who eats a freaking dinosaur, a T-Rex at that. Yeah, it's uh, it's some wild stuff. Um, and it's I'm not going to see stupid. I'm gonna go see it because I just need like a goofy and stupid movie. Also, love Jason Statham, so yeah, my wife also loves Jason Statham, so. I think we'll probably be going to see uh, the Meg, the Meg Two as well. Good God! <laughs> oh yeah, man. I'm trying to remember when I watched the first one because I'm pretty oh. sure I was single when it came out. <laughs> probably, I want to say it came so, out like four years ago. This one I'm, comes out in August. I'm thinking surely to God I wasn't single and went to see the Meg by myself, but I think that I might have. <laughs> That's how I you really think that I did. <laughs> what? Go see the Meg in theaters. <laughs> we may have covered it. I don't know. We might have. I don't fucking remember it. So, I mean, my memory is just shot to shit. I, yeah, five years ago when we started, you had a tremendous memory now you're just an old old reflection of what you used to be <laughs> i tell you man i need to start like doing some lotion or skincare routine because some days i look at myself in the wrong lighting i'm like Ugh. i bet your dick looks as soft as a baby's bottom <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing's getting lotioned <laughs> It's immaculate. It's the Ew. one part, the one part of me that's gonna survive forever. Oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be in a museum someday. Yeah. Not gonna be much to see. <laughs> the oh. exhibit, the exhibit for it, not a lot of space required. <laughs> they won't have to use a lot of rope to rope off that section. It's going to be like, you know, in the aquarium where they have like the little, the, they have like the giant ones for the sharks and the octopuses and stuff. And then you have the like the little tiny baby fish are just like a little circle <laughs> they have in the wall. It's going to be like that. <laughs> it's going to be the thing you look at on the, your way to the shark tank. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call shrimp dick. <laughs> Krill. <laughs> Phytoplankton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Stranger Things again. Production is halted. Uh, 
Burger King has launched a red whopper for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I thought this was a meme. Honestly, this looks like one of those fucking things that someone would shit post, but no, it's a fucking red whopper. With like black spots <laughs> on it. Ugh. That is the most unappetizing looking food product I think I've ever seen. It didn't also, bother it's me. it's gonna look like a smashed piece of shit if you go and order one anyways. It's not gonna look like this. <laughs> yeah, they I'm sure they dolled it up for that, but it didn't bother me. I was like, nah, I could probably do that. Yeah. When they they spray like all kind there's like chemicals and stuff they spray on it to like look shiny. Like the sandwiches are actually held together by toothpicks and stuff. Like you'd never be able to eat something from like one of the photos that they take of this. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 is going to hit theaters on September the 6th, 2024. It's taken 34 years and they constantly talk about bringing that one to theaters. So I think the missing component was Jenna Ortega. Man, she is on. She's on one right now. So, in, I would say it would have been really interesting on the set of Scream Six if her and Courtney Cox had a real heart to heart. Of course, Courtney Cox is like, you need to just enjoy it while it lasts, <laughs> because one day you're going to be one of the biggest names <laughs> in Hollywood, and that shit does just it doesn't last forever, does it? Um, if you're Tom Cruise, maybe if you're a fucking Scientologist vampire, but Courtney Cox is not. She could have been. Fuck that up. Yeah, I mean, other than Friends and the Scream franchise, what are we? <laughs> what are we looking at here? <laughs> Music video. Uh huh. Oh. That's her claim to fame, but I understand that like the cast of Friends, all of them make like one to three million dollars a year because of residuals yeah. built into their contracts. Yeah, so, so that's crazy. So they don't even, she doesn't even need to act. Yeah, and I honestly, if I was someone, I, I think Daniel Radcliffe is kind of a good example of this. He made his money doing Harry Potter. Now he just gets to do weird movies and stuff. He does what he wants to do. <laughs> Same with like Macaulay Culkin. He just took like 20 years off of acting because he didn't feel like it. He's like, I've got enough money. I just want to start like a band. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to take next. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go get married to London Tempton from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> So, wasn't she married to old boys or uh, Miley Cyrus's brother? Really? <laughs> what is her name? I think it's Brenda Song is her the actor's name. Brenda. Brenda. Name. I'm sorry <laughs> if there's nobody named Brenda that listens to the show. Her name is White Trash. <laughs> Personal life. She was married to Trace Cyrus. Oh, sorry. On and off relationship with musician Trace Cyrus, who she was engaged from 2011 to 2012. Yep. Yeah, she, she's been with Macaulay Culkin since 2017. So, how about that? Like, how's my dick taste? <laughs> <laughs> They're rolling right, al 
God. <laughs> um, in uh, sad news, but somewhat not surprising news, the Hollow Knight sequel has been delayed, uh, which is... Oh, that's sad news for you. It is sad news for me. I really thought that this would come out at some point, but I mean, it will when it's ready. They they announced it and they had a uh, like a 30 minute demo of it like four years ago. Um, and I thought, oh, this is like going to come out soon. No. <laughs> They're like, we just put this together over the past three months. Yeah. Um, I mean, this particular team, it's not huge. Um, and I already know that they can make an, you know, an absolute masterpiece of a game. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to play it whenever it's ready. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's all I've got to really say about that. I mean, I, it, at this point, don't complain about games getting delayed. <laughs> 30 years later. Yeah, it's, it's out when it's out. I think that, you know, there's Maybe been enough... There's been enough stuff that's come out this look, runs like a broken piece of shit on day one that I am okay just to say, release it when it's ready. It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, time will tell. Yeah. Speaking of which, Disney Plus and Hulu are planning on merging content but will be separate stream. We talked about this already, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we touched that. We touched on that. <laughs> I like that the thumbnail for this is just um, Samuel L. Jackson in costume, just looking really grumpy. <laughs> Why are these snakes on this fucking plane? <laughs> Nick Fury, just an unreadable expression. No idea what he's thinking. Is it Nick Fury or is it a scroll? <laughs> oh, it could be. It could be a scroll. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna cheer cheer everyone up. That um, on June 18th, the boys are back. Righteous gemstones are returning, Ryan. Yeah, we were talking about this beforehand. Um, that's my kid sister's birthday. So, you know, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck her birthday. It's about me. But yeah, if we'll you've... get to pick up with the, uh, the religious crazies. I think that. Dan Wright is just amazing. I love all of all of the shows that he's involved in, and I love that they he incorporates um, so much from our culture, from our state, into everything that he makes. And it's he's from South Carolina, so yeah, it's such a perfect distillation of this. But yeah, Righteous Gemstones. If you've never watched it is incredible and uh it's absolutely it. over here and live it yeah you can, yeah you can come down here and experience it like there's fucking mega churches and crazy religious people everywhere you look yeah i mean i i don't even get the show sometimes because it's so close to home <laughs> <laughs> i don't even understand that they're making jokes yeah That's i'm just like yeah so Brother Billy knocked up some young thing. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking about the weird cult that Adam Devine's character started in season two. Oh, the Muscle Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they took over his house. That was pretty fucking wild. 
It was. Well, that one guy, what is his name? His, like, boyfriend. <laughs> I forget what that oh. guy's Well, hold on. What? Keep talking, and I will find the answer for you. I would also Or not. like to that the Hurricanes just won playoff round. Are they into the conference finals at this point? Are by doing that? Yes, they are. Oh, hell yeah. It's got to feel good. Good. Rod Brendamore smiling. That's all I care about. But, yeah, Righteous Gemstones, I'll be here for it. What else we got, Jake? I'm still frantically trying to find this motherfucker's name. Oh my Um, god. yeah. I got It is <laughs> Keith. Keith with F's Keith. Yes, Key E E F E. I have an Uncle Keith, but not a I don't know anybody named Keith. Keith. Except that guy. Keith. Keith. Keepa. Yeah, his I love that also the photo they've chosen for this is him with his mullet. Uh, and he's just he's staring off into the middle distance holding an ice cream cone <laughs> with this in confused expression on his face. Yeah, they picked the best best uh, <laughs> memes for these kinds of things. I, I love it. The guy that plays um, the sister's uh, husband is also hilarious when he was like sk skating around their little family theme park. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> He's so fun. I'll never forget the line where he's like, I would love to. F <laughs> where she was asking if she wanted to have, if they were like going to have kids and if he's still going to like be into her. He was like, I'd love to fuck that played out mother pussy any day. <laughs> I don't remember that, but <laughs> fucking hilarious. oh, God. That is. That is probably the one line from that show that has really stuck with me. You don't <laughs> say. Clearly, because I remembered it exactly <laughs> like he said it. <laughs> God. oh. <laughs> um, Tenacious D just released uh, their first new song in five years, and the music video takes a lot of inspiration from uh, iconic video game references. Uh, it's pretty cool. A lot of it's Nintendo. So, well, there was some Sega in there too. So I'm like, damn! After he did that movie, he's got free run there. Do whatever. he can do whatever hopefully he doesn't get copyright strikes like we did on TikTok because we dared to talk about the Mario movie Yes, or that time big that people reported the uh, Avatar or whatever. yes we did that too <laughs> um, what else we got Ryan we got a few more a few more little things before we wrap up here I'm letting you quarterback that because as soon as I look at it, then I'm going to drop out. Oh no, oh no. Um, the Disney CEO uh, has said that AI has potential, major potential, but also could be highly disruptive. Well, no shit, man. That guy is, he's on one, isn't he? He is on one. Uh, I'd love to see what he had to say about Florida's governor in the same article, probably. <laughs>
Yeah, um, great guy. Great, he's tremendous, wonderful guy. <laughs> and the day after he gets arrested, he's like, I never met him, never worked with him. Don't know what this <laughs> guy was up to. Don't even know his name. <laughs> um, the Asus ROG Ally pre-orders are live now, and this is a super expensive, super powerful uh, handheld console. Uh Handheld. Well, I mean, it's basically a portable PC. It's, it is what it is. It's a Steam Deck competitor. Seven hundred dollars, though, Ryan. Yep. Chump change. Seven hundred dollars. That's tremendous. a lot of money. <laughs> That's a tremendously tremendous. Some are, some people are saying it's the most amount of money anyone's ever spent. <laughs> you want to see my taxes? <laughs> They're too bad. But if you did. It, it, no one's ever paid as little tax as me. No one's, I've always, I've always said, Asus Sorrow G, best, best handheld device. Till someone makes the, makes another one. Yeah, that my friend. It's hurting my throat doing that. Um, Amber Heard's barely an Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I never knew. And I hear that to be just the calamity <laughs> itself, but the fact that a major player is gonna be. I mean, she's fucking off in Madrid. I mean, it it really makes it sound like in the movie that she is just in the background of some shots. <laughs> and that's a really hilarious way to write someone, a major character in that franchise out of it. Yeah. I am... Ryan, I am honestly excited to see this movie because I want to know... People are saying it's the worst. People are saying it's the worst one. People are saying it's the worst DC movie they've ever made. I know. And I don't. I don't know how that's possible. I really want to see what that means. <laughs> well, doesn't it come out in the fall? I think so. I mean, if they don't just fucking bend it, I, I, maybe they're just really waiting to see what happens with Flash in like a month's time. There's a movie I'm not going to go see. I might go see it. I w- I'd love to see that Batman movie that also features the Flash. And some um, crazy guy calling a bunch of people whores in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, there's there's that too. Yeah. Um, so I think the support- last thing. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I think it's insane that they're just going to release it anyways, based on what Ezra Miller has done. But perhaps Bottom not dollar. surprising. Um, I think the last thing we should talk about is the Flamin' Hot uh, movie, (laughs) which uh, is the chronicles the story of Richard Montañez, who was the janitor at Frito. What (laughs) you said, Flamin' Hot, right? Oh yeah, Flamin' Hot. (laughs) The uh, Frito Lay janitor who channeled his Mexican American heritage and upbringing to create Flaming Hot Cheetos, basically. That's going to be on Hulu and Disney Plus on June the 9th. If you love Cheetos, go F it. If you love it so much, why don't you just go have sex with a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos? (laughs) Great. I love that. (laughs) Oh. It's going to look like you're carrying around an Oompa Loompa between your legs. (laughs) Hey, man. Oh, it burns so bad. I hate to get Cheeto dust in my urethra. Yeah. God. Ugh. <laughs> Cringing. Uh, 
Ryan, you got to watch the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie directed by Eva Longoria. You know, I probably won't until you tell me, like, dude, I just watched this movie. It's got Russian espionage in it and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm like, for real? <laughs> Be like, we took edibles and watched the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie, and it's actually good. <laughs> it made sense. It, it made all- sense to me. And then Chester, the Cheeto cat or whatever is going to be there. Be like, stay cheesy. He's a cheetah. It's. <laughs> oh, Chester, the, <laughs> the Cheeto. Cheetah. Oh, you know, it's uh, it is when you're on microphone, it is difficult to remember words. You're like Cheeto cat. Something type of cat that sounds like Cheeto. What is it? <laughs> Cheetah. Car, the Carfax Carfox. Yes, I love it. Um, and yeah, I mean that's that's all the news. Uh, the only other thing I want to add is I finished that Horizon DLC because I after I was done having sex with his mom, and oh. um, <laughs> I... it was uh, it was okay. Uh, I think it was. It was okay. Wow. It was a little. It was a little That's empty, cool. but I. <laughs> we were talking about why it had to come out on the PS5 only, and the parts that I had played, I didn't understand why. But the final boss fight, um, and this isn't really a spoiler because they spoiled it in the trailer for this DLC. Uh, you fight this gigantic machine that's like the size of. It's like a mile long. It comes to life, knocks the Hollywood sign over, and you have to fight it. And it might be the most impressive visual thing I've ever seen in a video game. It's the sense of scale you get is massive. I mean, it's anyone that hasn't played it, just like look at the video of that boss fight because it's it's insane. <laughs> and I think for that reason alone, there's no way probably could have ran on older stuff unfortunately so i'm glad i hope they do more of this when they make the third one i hope they just go balls to the wall like you have to fight a fucking planet dude or something insane like that but it yeah you gotta fight you gotta fight galactus it was was that boss fight how what how hard was the boss fight see here's the it was difficult <laughs> because I feel that as visually impressive as it was, it wasn't that fun to do because you had such a insanely small target you had to hit. Oh, a there... long character? Yeah. Yes. And the arena that it happens in, you watch this thing go down a mountain into the ocean and you're on a tiny little island and it's really easy to get like torpedoed or knocked off and there's a small target you have to hit and you've got to hit it like four times and then you've got to climb up inside it um yeah really hit the back wall that guy's mom (laughs) you you go all you go all up in it and man it's tight in there let me tell you Oh yeah. No way baby came out of there. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it was it was 
a little the actual fight itself was a little jankier than I would have liked that made it not quite as fun um but just visually I mean there's not there's not that many moments honestly where you're playing a game where you're honestly like holy shit but that when that thing crawled down the mountain and like went over the top of me I was like whoa <laughs> that was pretty fucking cool <laughs> well then you could reach out to him and be like hey I have a phobia of mile long creatures so you can change that it looks like the thing itself looks like a giant lobster basically it's like a giant lobster that's like it's it's the biggest thing I've ever seen like in a game it's you've it made me feel really small <laughs> do something with that Ryan Oh, there's it's too easy. <laughs> too easy. That I'll let that fly. But yeah. But no, I'm very very much looking forward to Zelda and I'm sure we'll probably have watched or we'll have something else to talk about in two weeks. Yeah, I'm sure. Um that Spider Man movie is fast approaching. I know it won't be in two weeks, but it is hey. it is fast approaching. We've got Righteous Gemstones aforementioned coming out in June. So yeah, we've We've got some more good stuff uh, on the horizon, and hopefully this writer strike gets worked out. So we'll continue to have more new stuff to talk about. You can always go back and watch the old stuff, just like we did during quarantine. Oh, we absolutely did, man! After what was that Vin Diesel movie called that you didn't watch? <laughs> oh, uh, Blood Splatter <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, Blood, Blood. Blood something, blood, not blood sport, blood rush, blood hit. I don't remember. Bloodshot. Bloodshot, yes. 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 Terrible movie. I still yet to watch it. I tell tell myself every time I talk to you, I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I just, you know, I never do. Yeah, don't bother. (laughs) I just feel like I have to. So, and when I finally do watch it, that'll be a day for both of that, us. That will be, that might be the first re the first time we do two episodes on the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodshot revisited. Uh, Is it still bad of- three years later? Yes. Yeah. Oh, time will <laughs> tell, though. Time will tell. Oh, anything else you want to add before we wrap up, Ryan? Oh man. Old boy's about to go take some medicine, about to watch some hockey, go to sleep. Well, here's to that. Guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. 99 bitches! Until next time, folks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.